Welcome to Real Life Keto Radio. I'm Bridget. And I'm Rebecca. And, and we're, we're the Keto, Keto Sisters. Sisters. And we're on a mission to help women find a way of eating that fits into their real life, but still helps them move toward better health. Yes. So listen every Monday at 1130 Eastern on WLXU 93.9 FM in Lexington or streaming worldwide on RadioLex.us. So laugh and learn your way to fun keto serious results with Real Life Keto Radio featuring the Keto Sisters. Hey, we are actually coming to you from Florida. We are here on vacation together, kind of a working vacation. Definitely um, a working vacation. It's true. We've had a great time, but we also have definitely spent some time on our business while we've been here. And it made us think about just all the different tools that we have used since we've been down here to help maintain our keto lifestyle in the way that lets us have freedom and fun while we're on vacation, but also keeps us more on track than we ever have been when we've vacationed in the past. Right. So we're all about fun keto series results. We want to live life to the full. And to do that, you have to have a healthy body. To have a healthy body, you generally have to eat a healthy diet. But that's not to say you can't have some celebrations in there, vacations, family events, where maybe you eat not so keto, not so low carb. But if you're going to do that, it's important to have tools at your disposal. One of the tools that we use is we both drink ketones. That helps keep our body in ketosis, regardless of our diet. And it also helps keep those carb cravings at bay. Yes, so I have been struck multiple times on this trip by how different it was than when I vacationed in the past. So I can remember you know, going to Florida, I don't know, eight or 10 years ago, before I ever started thinking about anything on the realm of health. <laughs> and I would go to the grocery and literally put in ice cream, all the chips, all the cookies, all the snack cakes. I mean, it was a free for all. And then my meals were just like fast food, full carby foods. Um, and it just was like a celebration. And so when we were on our way here, my husband said, let's have some fun, but we need to not eat like every day is our birthday. <laughs> that's kind of where we were for years. Like every day was a celebration and we celebrated with food. Um, so even just, oh, sorry. I was just going to interrupt to say, you know, it's fun to call those celebrations, but like, how did you feel? By the end of the trip, you know, right. like when you eat that way over and over again for an extended period of time, or like some of us have done for decades, you really start to feel sluggish and bloated. And you've got to make that connection with what you're eating and putting in your body and how your body is responding. So sometimes food that seem kind of fun, like while you're eating them, not worth it in the end. So as throughout the week, I've just been struck over and over again by the difference in how we have handled our vacation this time versus in the past. Um, and starting off on the way down, um, you know, we stopped at a gas station in the past. I would have gotten chips and candy, um, but they actually sold hard boiled eggs at the gas station. I mean, who knew? So I just got some hard boiled eggs, some nuts and some jerky. And that was kind of my snack for the car because so much of this is about your mindset. What things trigger different thoughts for you. And for me, always when I have traveled, it has been about like the road trip, stopping every hour or two, getting fun snacks, bringing fun snacks when you start. And so I have that inclination that I have to kind of battle, but I thought I'm going to battle it with having keto food. And so I, and my, my family was like, you're eating hard boiled eggs. I'm like, yes, this is what I'm choosing to do. I want to feel good, especially like Rebecca said, being in the car and you just feel kind of yucky anyway. So adding in all those carbs just makes you feel even worse. You know, it's funny when I think back to our old road trips, I would pack all kinds of snacks and we would always stop and get like the biggest soda you could for the value, you know, get your, <laughs> get your money's worth. And so we would have all these snacks and wrappers and trash 
And every time we had to stop to go to the bathroom because we were drinking all the soda, it took us longer to get there. And I'd literally have to clean out the car at every stop because of all the wrappers and the trash of the snacks that we kept eating. And it was like the more we ate those carby snacks, the more we wanted them, like the hungrier we got. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when my kids were little and we told them like, you can have a snack every hour. We'd have these huge bags and boxes of snacks. And it was like watching as soon as it turned like four o'clock, they were all like, okay, snack time. I mean, so it was every hour on the hour, they were having a different, car, you know, goldfish, snack cakes, whatever it was. Um, so super thankful that that's not how we started off the trip. Um, that is one of the things that we have done differently this time. Also, I have exercised on vacation for the first time in my entire life. Um, we did yoga together. We did do yoga together. Um, I actually visited the gym at um, at the condo that we're staying at, and I have literally never walked in a gym on vacation before. Um, I remember early on when Rebecca and I kind of started this together and we were traveling together, and she was like, do you want to go to the gym with me? I was like, no. no. Another thing that we have done that is different than before is we are on the fourth floor and we have intentionally taken the stairs every time just as another way to keep us moving to work off some of the, you know, the extra that we might be eating versus what we do at home. Um, and just that extra movement just makes you feel so much better. Yeah. And we um, have been down here for about a month. So we brought our dog with us. And so we're on the fourth floor, but it's actually five flights of stairs. So even on the days where I'm not intentionally sitting um, time aside to do yoga or to go to the gym, I'm walking that dog up and down those stairs multiple times a day. And it's just a natural part of our existence now, like movement. It doesn't hurt. It feels good. Like we want to keep our bodies moving. And I know in the past, you could kind of get into a rut where on vacation, maybe you just sit on a beach chair for a whole week. And the most exercise you do is walking up to the refrigerator or to the snack bar. And then I would come back and I'd be like, Oh, why am I so stiff? Why do I feel so bad? You've been eating carbs 24 seven and you haven't been moving your body at all. And add car trips on either end. Mm -hmm. It is a recipe for disaster. So another thing is when Bridget and her family came down, my husband and I had already been here for a couple of weeks. We're staying in a condo that has a full kitchen. So, you know, we had some food in the pantry and in the refrigerator, and then they came in. Not everyone in Bridget's family is full keto. Not even close. <laughs> And they came in and they're just here for a week and they're bringing all these snacks and all of this food. All of a sudden our refrigerator was full, like the cabinets were overflowing, the countertop was full. And I'm like, y'all are only going to be here for a week. How are you going to eat this all? And it's all? just me and my husband and one of my daughters. So it's not like it's all six of us, but just, it's just such a different mindset when you are eating three meals a day, multiple snacks in between. Um, I know people in my family, as soon as they wake up, they're eating and they eat literally on their way to bed. Um, <laughs> usually, hopefully brushing their teeth before they get in the bed. Um, but it's so different. And I actually had to remind Rebecca, like they're carb burners. Like they are just, remember how we used to be? Like this is what we used to do. It's just such a different mindset that takes a lot more of, of your time, your money, um, your resources. It just is a different way of of living. Yeah. And that's actually one of the most surprising, but my most treasured benefits of living a keto slash low carb life is I do have so much more time freedom because in the weeks before Bridget and her family got down here, my husband and I basically ate one meal a day and we didn't really do a lot of snacking either. So we had a whole day to enjoy, you know, the outdoors or whatever we wanted to do all day. And we weren't breaking up our day with snacks, food prep, or going out to eat, making a good decision about where to eat. We just enjoyed our day and then we picked one nice meal, you know, for the evening. 
And, you know, since you all have been down here, Bridget and I talked, we're like, oh, okay, we've got to remember. And my other family members are like this too, so it's not just hers. It's like, okay, we've got to have a plan for them to have some breakfast. And then in a few hours later, they're going to want to eat lunch. And I was like, but they just ate. And we're like, okay, but remember how it used to feel when you were burning through those carbs so quickly and it left you wanting more. And this does come up fairly often. I know when my sister and her four kids come to our house, they just look in the pantry and they're like, what, what is this? Where's your food? Where's your cereal? Where are all the things, that, the snacky things that they're used to seeing that were in our house for many years that we just don't keep in our house anymore? Um, and it's just... I mean, I get what you're saying because when my extended family comes to our house and I, I don't even think about it because I, I don't eat breakfast. And so I don't have breakfasty things in the house anymore. I used to have Pop-Tarts. I used to have different sugary cereals. I used to have oatmeal if I was being healthy, quote unquote. <laughs> but then I, I just don't have that anymore. And so they would get here. We'd stay up late playing games. They'd go to bed and I'd be like, oh my, oh my gosh, they're going to want to eat in the morning. And it would be this panic because I, did, I didn't have any breakfast for them. So let me just encourage you. If you are new to this and you're thinking, holy cow, what are you all talking about? It just is a thing. And even with us eating more freely while we have been here, you know, we started off really strong. And then when you're in the same room as other people who are eating traditionally, you know, we have eaten more carbs than we do at home. Um, but we are, we all, me, Rebecca, and um, Rebecca's husband, John, we all are commenting like, isn't it weird? We're hungrier now. We're thinking about food more because we are eating more carbs than we do at home. And it just starts that carb cycle where you're thinking about food every couple hours. So as you, it's harder at first, but as you distance yourself from eating every couple hours and eating carbs all the time, you just don't think about food as much. It really is like a goal to strive for, knowing that it will come, the more and more you eliminate carbs, the less and less you'll think about them. Yeah, and so if you don't understand why that is, sometimes kind of going a little bit behind the curtain to see why that is, helps you become more committed to living a keto low carb lifestyle. So what happens when you eat carbs? Carbs are something that your body takes up really quickly and burns through really quickly. So you can use an analogy of a campfire. It's like the kindling that takes off really quickly, but it's not going to sustain you. It's an energy source that's good for fast energy, but not for long-standing energy. So what we do is we eat more fat. Fat burns more slowly, and so you don't have the up and downs of wanting to throw more kindling on your fire because you've got coals of fat, if you want to think of it that way, that just burn and sustain you for a long time. And that's where that freedom comes from. Like a lot of us have tried traditional dieting in the past. And what we've tried to do is use our willpower to try to keep from eating. But if you actually fuel your body correctly with healthy fats, your body will feel satisfied and satiated. And you won't be thinking of food because you won't have that those hunger pains. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you put the kindling on and kind of get yourself back into that, it just keeps wanting it. It becomes this kind of almost insatiable thing that you where we lived for years and didn't know that there was another way. So super thankful for times like this to allow a little bit more freedom. But as that comes, it reminds me, oh, I don't want to go back to being a carb burner. I don't want to be thinking about food all the time. I feel so much better when I do intermittent fast until one or two in the afternoon. And then when I eat, it's just to give myself fuel for the day and not to satisfy this like incessant craving like I used to it's have. almost like a monster, right? Mm -hmm. And the more you feed this carb monster, the more it wants. And it just, that desire becomes bigger and bigger and more frequent. The less you feed it, 
the smaller it gets, the smaller those voices, those cravings are. And it's just, it's finally having your body fueled by what it needs and by what it really wants. And that is really so freeing because you're not requiring you, you to just stay on task for willpower. Because that can only last so long when you're hungry and you're tired and all you can think about is food. Like how long can you have that kind of willpower to not eat? Yes, so fasting is a huge part of what we do. Um, we need to take a quick break right here, but we've gotten a lot of questions about fasting this week and we're gonna tackle those after the break.